Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the FPL Tips video ahead of game week 26 by Fantasy Football Scout. My name's Rich and as always I'm going to go through four tips ahead of the game week. So this is just a regular standard boring um, game week 26, so a single game week. However, we've had way more news this week. We've had news like after the FA Cup results yesterday, we now know that Brentford, for example, which is going to be a big talking point in this video, they have a double game week in game week 27. They then play in game week 28 in a game that we expected to be a blank game week but Leicester lost to Blackburn and then they've got a double in that big double that we talked about last week in game week 29 so Brighton are going to be very popular to talk about now I am recording this it's Wednesday night so it's just before the well the completion of the double game week so I don't know the Liverpool scores I don't know the FA Cup result I don't know the Arsenal score Arsenal against Everton either so I am going in with limited information I also know in a few hours time after this video comes out we're going to have the excellent Praz and Andy with burning questions as well so I'm sure they're going to focus heavily on chip strategy so as always I'm going to try and do it bite size I'm going to be concise and quick try and concentrate as much as possible on game week 26 but obviously there's a lot more going on as news develops this week so the tips for this week we're going to look at tony and what's going on and i think that's going to lead into a bit of discussion about the suspension tightrope so something we talked about a lot in you know previous weeks we haven't had to for a while but some players including tony are getting close to that tightrope again so i think it's important just to touch base with that we're going to do a quick update on the fixtures then we're going to look at the best Brentford and Brighton assets for the coming game weeks. And we're going to look, because this is a game week 26 video, we're going to look at the game week 26 captaincy and who's best to captain. And if you enjoy these videos, don't forget to like and subscribe. So first of all, we're going to look into what's happening with Tony. Now, there's obviously a lot of news surrounding him. There's two things, really. There's the potential ban for betting breaches, which I saw an update earlier from Lyle Thomas, which I've put on the screen for those watching on, on the YouTube video. And it reads that Ivan Tony's betting case is now back in the hands of the FA. The Brentford striker has replied to the charges, admitting some, but denying others. FA will now work towards a hearing date. Now, this is the key bit. It says likely in April. 
more on Sky Sports News now and online soon. So I think we can assume, and obviously this can change, this is a rapidly developing situation, that it's safe to go for Tony based upon that. I mean, maybe that's famous last words, but we can only go on the latest updates. What's interesting is though, is not only is that hanging over him, but we've got the suspension tightrope, which again, so now the, the threshold's been raised to 10 yellow cards. But if someone hits 10 yellow cards, it's not like when they hit five yellow cards and they got a one match ban, you actually get a two match ban for hitting 10 yellow cards. So there's not actually that many FPL relevant players on there. Tony's probably the main one. We've got Joe Linton, who's top on nine. So if he gets one more yellow card, he will miss two games in the league. Adam Smith, Tony Decore and Benton Kerr are on eight. And then there's a few on seven. I think Andreas Pereira is probably the most relevant after Tony. Andreas Pereira is on seven. So if he gets three more yellows, he's going to get a two-game ban. However, I think people are coming off Fulham, Fulham assets just due to the upcoming blank and double game week landscape. So Tony, it's, it is an interesting one because like we mentioned, it's a, it's a two-game ban. Now, if he was to get, to get suspend, um, a booking this week in game week 26 and then to get a booking in game week 27, he would miss two games. So, in I mean, in that particular scenario, he wouldn't have a double. He would have three singles and there's all sorts of other variants as well. So I think you've got to be aware of Tony. I think what's interesting with him is there's a lot of assets we could look at with doubles to move off of, you know, if we needed to, if the very, very worst happened. So there's players like Ollie Watkins coming onto the radar. We've got players like Yao Felix as well. Even Solanke, you know, Bournemouth have a, a nice double. So I think there's good exit routes for Tony. So I think he's pretty much essential, but we will get on to Brentford very, very shortly. What I wanted to do now, so the tip there is basically I wouldn't be too scared about Tony, but obviously there's a lot hanging over him. But I think the, the goods outweigh the cons. So I wanted to go into just a bit of a fixture update. Now, the brilliant Lego Mane I've put on screen. I've actually cropped it just so we've got game week 26 through to game week 30. Like I say, I am recording this Wednesday night before the FA Cup games have concluded. So we're going to have a lot more information. You're going to have a lot more information this morning throughout the day and ahead of the game week deadline, you know, about the ongoing weeks, what's going to happen with blanks and doubles, because some really good predictions can be made based on those results. Um, I think what's key here is we look at the teams that blank in game week 28. Now, Leicester and Brentford are now not blanking. Um, they will be playing each other after that result, which we've touched on already. So the only blanks now so far, are Man City, Liverpool, Man United, West Ham, Brighton and Fulham. So that's like I said with Andreas Pereira just now, that's why my people might be looking you know, to come off of them. And there's a few teams that have a fixture in game week 28 and then have a double as well. So that's going to be t teams like Chelsea. Um, we've got Leicester themselves, although there are, you know, we don't know what's going on with Madison. Newcastle. So a lot of us have sold. I mean, I sold Trippier. People have sold players like Botman. They're going to be very useful. Um, and that's probably why a lot of people are looking at wild cards either this week or next. We've already um, we've already mentioned Brentford and we're going to talk about them in a bit. And Aston Villa, another little cheeky one there. And we've got Leeds um, as well and Bournemouth and Forest. So there's a few teams that don't blank in 28. We shouldn't blank in 28 and then double in 29. So I think that's opened up the whole world of why people are looking at wild cards. I've got a decision to make myself. Do I free hit? Because I'm either going to have to free hit or I'm going to have to wildcard. Um, my free hit would be in 28. So I'm trying to work out which is more valuable. You know, if I use one, can I save the other? 
Um, like I said, burning questions is coming later today. And we had a good bit of fun on Fantasy Football Scout on the Scoutcast on Monday night as well. So just a little update on that. I'm sure any engaged manager is aware of this and it's going to keep developing. But keep keep your eyes peeled on this. Now, what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about Brentford and Brighton. The reasons are, you know, just because of those fixture updates, because they've got those doubles. Brighton have the blank in 28, so they're a little bit more tricky um, to manage. You know, maybe if you're free hitting in 28, that's absolutely perfect. Or if you can navigate away where you wildcard, bench the Brighton assets, then you, you could potentially go heavily on them as well. Because, I mean, Brighton have been incredible in recent weeks. I mean, they've been incredible for the last few seasons, to be fair, but they seem to have, you know, stepped up a gear. Um, Bright, um, so Brentford, though, you know, they are perfect because they double, they don't blank, then they double. So what I wanted to look at is XGI. I've sorted all the players, relevant players by XGI, and I've highlighted the ones I want to talk about. Now, there are actually quite a few. So Tony is clear top, XGI 14.5, nailed 90-minute man on penalties. Just behind him, or not just behind, a long way behind, we've then got McAllister, um, 7.3 XGI. He seems to be a 90-minute man. He's on penalties. I've seen people saying he played um, yesterday in the cup a little bit deeper because we were getting excited he was playing in this number 10 role. But I think, crucially, we think he's on penalties. So I think, you know, as far as Brighton midfielders go, I think he's my clear choice. However, for my team, he is 0.1 um, more than the player we're going to talk about in a minute, Matoma, who has also, you know, been a very popular asset and done very, very well. So I think for me, McAllister would be my favourite attacking um, Brighton asset. And obviously, Tony is, you know, a standout one for Brighton. We've got Embremo, um next at 8.3 X, X, um, sorry, XGI. Um, XG of 5.51. If Tony was to be banned, we saw Embremo take a penalty. So good asset he's averaging about 70 70 minutes that give or take um so he's not a 90 minute man like tony but he's one to keep an eye on um for sure and like i mentioned if something happened with tony i said about going for assets like watkins or felix bramo could definitely be one as well Solly March, we've then got at 9.11 XGI. Another good asset. He's cheaper than McAllister. He's cheaper than Matoma, 5.1. I don't think money's an issue, but, you know, he, I think he's a fine pick. But for me, he's my third favourite um, Brighton midfielder. I can't believe how many Brighton midfielders we're looking at. Um, despite, you know, this, I mean, it is incredible data there for, for Solly March. Matoma's down at 4.94 XGI. However, he's played five games less than March. You know, he's much newer to the league. Um, I think he's come out with incredible data. He's also had some weeks where he didn't have the data, but he's put up consistent points. So I could see a world where, you know, people go for two Brighton midfielders. For me, standouts would be McAllister and Matoma. But if you, you can only get to March, you know, I, I don't mind it. Then we're going to look at the defenders. So they're obviously a lot lower. Ben Mee, um, he scored a fair few goals this season. I think he was the top scoring defender um, at one point. He may still well be. His XGI though, 2.23, XG of 1.7. So he's definitely been overperforming on those, on those set-piece goals. Ferguson's an interesting one, 4.6 million. Welbeck, I mean, if Welbeck was to get injured, I probably would look a bit more seriously at Ferguson, but I just don't feel like money's an issue. Um, especially with a lot of people looking to wildcard either this week or next. Webster's next. I, I do like Webster in FPL. The problem is he's just come back from a, a fairly fairly substantial injury. He's only played a couple of games and he's been 
I think he played about 70 minutes in the last two games when I was looking earlier. So he's not fully back. Would I trust him? You know, when doubles are so important, I wouldn't. I'd much rather go for a Stupinan or, or Dunk. For me, there, there is some slight doubts over a Stupinan. Um, I think he was subbed off. Some people have said it was just precautionary, but I felt like there's that small, very small rotation risk as well. So for me, despite his upside, I think I'd rather be boring. You know, when we're relying on these players for doubles, um, you're not relying on blanks with Brighton, but you're relying on them for doubles. I think I'd go for the, the safety of, of Lewis Dunk, even though his attacking data is not as good you know, as we've seen in previous seasons. I mean, Dunk, for those listening, his XGI is 1.31 across 22 games. His XG is just 0.93. So we're really not seeing that attacking threat that we used to see. I know he used to be on like set pieces and things like that. But I think just for safety, I think I'd go for Dunk. But Astupinan, you know, if we get some positive news and you like to gamble a little bit, I'm not going to lie, it would be more fun. The final thing I wanted to look at was the game week 26 captaincy. Now, I think this is exciting now. We had so many videos where we were talking about Haaland. I mean, I know I was talking about Saka, um, Salah probably far too much, um, but we can actually have a little look at the captaincy this week. What I've got on screen is I've got the Rate My Team tool, so the projections for the week. Once again, you know, we've not had the games tonight, so so much could change. What's interesting here is Saka is just ahead of Haaland. 5.68 projected points for Saka and 5.67 for Haaland. Then you drop down a little bit to Odegaard at 5.46, who I, I personally, I wouldn't fancy captaining him. I like captaining penalty takers. He's ahead of a couple more penalty takers, Kane and Salah. But for me this week, and for the Rate My Team tool, more importantly, it's between Saka and Haaland. What sways it for me here, and I'm pretty confident that I'm going to go for Haaland, despite him having a harder fixture. Um, he's at home, though. He's at home to Newcastle. Newcastle might have some kind of cup hangover. And the crucial thing is that Haaland missed, um, or he was rested um, for the cup game yesterday against Bristol City. So for me, that swings it in the favour of Haaland. I think I would still go for him. But I mean, I can completely understand why people are going for Saka. And if last night, I don't know yet, if Saka's done well um, against Everton, maybe he's going to get a little bit of a bandwagon and himself stay above 100%. And we might see two assets going you know, head to head, both on penalties, both fantastic assets, both 90 minute men going head to head at over 100% EO. But for, for me this week, I, th I think I'm going to go for Haaland. It just feels like a bit of a transitional week. And maybe I'm thinking too much about chip strategies. I think a lot of us are going to be doing that, thinking, you know, when we're going to play our wild card, when we're going to play all our chips, and maybe we'll let captaincy slide. So maybe there's a little bit of me not thinking about it enough. But right now, Haaland for me, I think I would go for it. I think his, I don't know what his minutes are projected on this, but I'd assume he's going to get close to 90 minutes, especially with there being no Champions League. So thanks a lot for joining me this week. It was a tricky one to record um, because obviously we're, well, I'm mid game week for you. The game week has ended and obviously the chip strategy is going to dominate conversations this week. So I'm going to hand over to Praz and Andy who are live later today. Thanks for joining me. Don't forget to like and subscribe and I'll see you next week.